Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party tonight, including but not limited to our Warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing Necro. Our Barbarian. Hey guys, it's Koo playing Pahokwe. Our Bard. Hi, it's Lauren playing Vala. Our Fighter. Hey everyone, this is Nick Asnalos. Our Druid. Hello, I'm Clay, playing Karak. And our Rogue. Hello, this is Elise, playing Leonora. So, when we last left off, they had just... Uh, a contingent of the party had just finished doing an errand, basically, for Roderick the Pitless. And have now turned their attention to their primary task of meeting with the Felorius family. So it's another morning in the Gilded Spines secret barrack room, and you all are just sort of waking up for the day. All right. Well, we're supposed to go meet the Felorius family, right? Oh, we're just waking up for the day, huh? Uh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Is that the sound of your alchemy jug? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a very strange cork. <laughs> That's the sound of magic sparking. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's the sound of, like, certain spells being cast all the time. Just pressurized. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you all do? Well, great. Sorry, I had to yawn. I was just waking up. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh, I'll get all my stuff ready. Make sure that my nice uh, garb to visit a. Uh, family of such regard is on and uh, look at my my glaive a little longingly like oh, he's so radiant and uh, we're ready to go <laughs> okay well yeah I'm gonna uh, do the same gonna get dolled up like extra fancy okay um, and uh, yeah get ready to disembark all right, and it was uh, for my memory. It was Nalos, Karak, and uh, Bahokwi that gave up their powers to the Thrykeen family. Yes, correct. Everybody else let the dragon have it. Right. So. You all set off for the day. Roderick the Pitless seems busy at work. Uh, he's received what you all gave him on your side quest, and he's tinkering away. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, we got the key for those people who weren't here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Mel has begun preparations for the main chamber. Uh, he's using 18 to move some of the bookshelves away from the middle of the room and is starting to set up tables so that a meeting can 
take place here. Hmm. And uh, as you all begin to leave, uh, you can hear gentle harps on the other side of the door. Huh, I wonder what that is. It's not as good as yours, Vala. Like, you're playing? Sounds a little decent, though. You say the sweetest things. (laughs) You can say it sounds pretty harpy. Hey! Uh, You said it's um, on the other side of one of the doors? Well, outside the exit of the library. Oh, outside the exit. Alright. I'm uh, curious who else is... uh, is playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I can give them a few pointers. So I'm gonna uh, go out and take a peek. Bard off, bard off, bard. <laughs> in a, in in lieu of a street, you are actually welcomed to walking into the interior of a large tent that seems to have been placed just outside the library with a threshold mating up to the door of the library. Uh, do I see any people? Oh, I'm going to open the door about... wider because this is pretty weird. Yes. So the floor is carpeted, presumably over the cobblestone road that's supposed to be there. But before uh-huh. you is a score of Thrykeen from the house you recently met. How much is the score? 20. Okay, that's a lot. Four score and 20 years ago, our father brought four to this great nation. I don't know what that is. Wait. That's Wait. the, There's... you know, Abraham Lincoln. I don't know who yeah, that is. That's not canon. Wait, so a score <laughs> is 20? Yes. So I would say, you would say four score. Yeah. Oh, is it seven years? Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. All right. Never heard this quote before. Yeah, it's fake news to me. So, uh, there is a fair amount of thriking inside this large tent before you. There is several of them playing all manner of finer string instruments. Mm-hmm. And standing before you is a, you know, one of their cloth. And they bow, and they bid that you send forward the three who are to be no longer indebted to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's us. I'll step on forward. Um, I stride forward. As um, Pahokwi, as you sort of walk out, you see the Thrykeen is holding two of its hands in a particular fashion. It's like ho- holding their two hands high, almost as if to high-five you, but they they seem like a jaw, like a kind of like an adjacent gesture from that and as you sort of begin to ponder what they could be holding their hand up for you trip on the threshold walking out of the library and as you raise one of your hands your hand lands right into theirs and they steady you as if they had predicted it huh oh you gonna get it good catch and then I give him a little high five. The Threat King nods and smiles the only way a mantis person can. Mm. 
Anyway, so you three are welcomed deeper into the tent. And the head of the household that you all met met with before is sitting there on a rather lavish uh, sitting pillow. And he has some seemingly items uh, under black silk before him. You can't make out their figures exactly. And he offers you all to sit before him on, you know, sitting pillows in front of each of those three items. Okay. I give him a respectful bow and do Yep. Correct. I'm sorry, Hannah just got home. I was a little distracted. Uh, what, what was going on? <laughs> You're being offered to receive your payment for offering up uh, Thundar. Ah. So, Good. you three sit down, mm-hmm. and the Thryking bows his head and raises his forearms high and points to the little lumps underneath black silk cloth and says, Please. For first, I think it would be appropriate for you to all receive your material compensation. Thank you. Yes. Quite kind of you to come all the way here to present these to us. Thank you. So who reveals theirs first? Uh, me. Okay. <laughs> Smash that black cloth. All right. You reveal an ancient-looking tome. Oh. It is inscribed with deep sylvan runes across the moss and stone cover. This book itself is spined to a cover of stone and earth. Wow. You can read the sylvan. It's a grimoire of magnificent tales and glorious, rapturous moments of fey and non-fey communication. Quite a present. He says to you, I'm sure once you find yourself going from one cover to another, your ability to understand the world as you perceive it will be monumentally heightened. Thank you very much. I will read this as soon as possible. It will take you much time, my friend. <laughs> I bet. Who's next? Uh, I will flip that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You reveal what seems like a relatively modest bead of 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 like packed clay. Maybe the size of your fist. Oh, I'll pick it up and like. It's he- it's heavy. It. It's denser than steel. It's almost Whoa. like a cannonball when you lift it. Oh, I like the feel of this. And you will appreciate it to coat your jar from which your ancestors are majestically known for. Heat up this liquid silver and coat it however you may across the exterior of your jar when you make one. It will harden it 
and give it the toughness of plate mail. Cool. Nice. Almost like you knew I needed something like this. Precisely. <laughs> and we would awful also offer you a facility at our stead to craft should you need. Absolutely. I will take you up on that as soon as possible. Our potters will be overjoyed to hear your answer. Guess I'll go ahead and remove the cloth from uh, the thing in front of me. Mm-hmm. All right, you find what seems to be a sizable, almost like a mason jar in like parameters, mm-hmm. but it has this big fat cork at the top, and inside is a series of of like let let's say like the size of a shooter marble, you know. Mm-hmm. Pellets. These are red, crusty pellets. Hmm. And Ugh. yeah, the Thraking says these pellets, as we understand, have a vitamin-like effect on crabs such as your own. We've done some studying into how your people can toughen and strengthen their mounts and bring them from what nature has produced to a more martial cause. The full benefits of these vitamins will be brought to fruition once it finishes the entire jar of dosage. Feed only one pellet a day. Okay. Thank you. Of course. And uh, he says, well, very well. That was the material that I wanted to pay you all for your kind service to my family. But one gift, you all have the benefit to share. Please give me one of your hands, each of you. I do that. I give him not my key hand. Well, he's not asking for your hand. Oh, man. Fine. Okay. I'll put forward a, a hand. He, with each of his three of his four hands, places a small, like, almost like a worry stone type of thing into each of your palms. So one into each of your one hands extended. And he presses down with two fingers until the stone embeds into your palm. Oh. Huh? And he says, please, do as I do, where he raises his three hands and then presses his thumb, or what would translate as a thumb, onto the stone that's now in your palm. He says... Hold your finger like so to activate the stone. And then think towards one of your other two comrades who has these palm stones. And your thoughts would be like whispers to their ear, even over great distances. Wow. 
I do that. Okay. What do you say to who? How cool is this? To knowledge. It's really loud. Like, as loud as that was, it was even louder. And no one else hears that. Very. Alice. Now we can talk about everybody behind their back. (laughs) (laughs) Why would we compliment them silently? (laughs) Adorable. Fucking Nala's best boy. I love it. So treat these as sending stones for the three of you. And uh, the jingling of coin can be heard entering the tent with a sunshaft of light breaking through the wall. Two Thrykeens, each with a sizable satchel of gold in their hands, extend one of these pouches of gold to every member of the party. Thank you. Oh, thanks. And uh, once they give you all the gold, they excuse themselves. For the last time, the head of the house says, and we cannot forget what you all have done. And thank you indeed. But thank the three of you most closely. No offense, of course. But with that, I'm afraid we must leave. There are things that we must do before we are due back here at the Gilded Spine, not too far from now. Of course, and we have one more house to meet with before that meeting. Of course, steal yourselves, for it will be a challenge. Any advice? I've just given it to you. (laughs) Uh, I snicker in sending... (laughs) and so he sort of stands up and uh, him and the rest of the Thrykeen begin to break down the tent and leave I I look in my gold bag there are 85 gold coins I look in my gold bag there are 85 gold coins (laughs) I look in my bag same (laughs) There's 85 plus 5 for your dragon coin. Oh, yeah. I look in my bag. There are 85 gold coins. Nice. Alright, what now? Uh, Let's go talk to some elves. Yeah, I guess it's time to talk to the final house, everyone. Do we got a game plan? Well, we were told to steal ourselves. So we should I'm the only one of us that's to go bad. Yeah, I'm the only one of us that speaks Elven. Um, do you want me to do talking and translate? Do you think they would like appreciate that more? Mm, I don't know. Perhaps. I would certainly be ready to warn us if they are speaking um, perhaps of a plan behind our backs. Maybe we should speak in common first. Okay. Uh, I'll let them and... know that understand. 
Yeah. Keep it under wraps. Um, I think we should listen to his advice, steal ourselves, prepare for anything, but don't be ready. I know this is going to sound weird coming from me, but don't immediately go looking for a fight. Who are you? Where I'm kind of important back home sometimes. <laughs> My father's a big deal. Alright. Well, do we all feel prepared to head out head out over to there? Yep. I think so. Yes. I'm yes. ready to go. Uh, is is the the stable on our way? Yes. Cool. Can I stop by and just give Chesapeake the first of her new special vitamin doses? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. And for the sake of consistency and simpleness, let's go ahead and say that uh, it'll take about twenty long rests for you to read that book. Okay. Cool. What color is he now? What? Is he still that weird uh, Nalos, is he still that? I assume I'm still silver. Yeah, the key color? Yeah, I mean... You're, you have done nothing to change that, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. We changed colors, and then we ended up not in this city anymore, and then we came back, and it was a hard time and I haven't thought to ask to be turned back yet well I just wasn't sure if it was something that would wear off over time I don't think reality wears off (laughs) alright so you all head off to the Felorius family estate it is very easy to find. Um, are you wearing the necklace that the representative gave you? Vala? The... Are you talking about the one with the, uh, the hammer? Uh-huh. No. Oh. We gave... I thought we... I thought we gave that to... I mean, it's been a couple weeks to bear with me, but... I thought we gave that to um, to the librarian. Mel. I thought we gave it to Mel because it has the hammer on it, and I definitely would not put that on. Oh, yeah, really? he asked for it, and then we all like gave it up. Yeah. Probably not those, not correct. Those were the the first sets of hammers. Yeah. That we found from the the bandits. I don't think we talked to Mel about the one that you were gifted by. No. I he thought was, we did. Uh, I, wasn't he, like, resting or, or I, like, busy? I guess maybe we got distracted by all the cool magic robot things. They're not robots. Uh, But, no, I'm definitely not going to wear it because I don't want to be possessed by evil whatever. That's some meta knowledge right there. Uh, actually. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. You remembered the story. It's all about oh, it. My so. apology. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She knows the things. 
Anyway, so no, you're not wearing it. Uh, no. All right, you all head off to this estate and get there, again, quite quickly. The external look of the property is relatively straightforward. I mean, you'd imagine you were almost looking at like a human estate at first, except that everyone on the grounds is a high elf or a wood elf. There seem to be playing some sort of a lawn game where sticks hit stones and stones go into holes or something like that. And you are all expected. There is a single well-dressed woman standing just inside the gate. And she seems to be looking at you all as you approach. Uh, I wave to greet her as we approach. She adjusts her glasses and bows gently and uh, fumbles with her key ring just a second and finds the key to open the gate and pulls the gate open and bows deeply and bids you all to please uh, enter. The elders are expecting you. Okay. Thank you. Which way to the elders? She points to the main door of the big building in front of you, behind her, and she says, please, find yourselves to that door. That door will be open for you. Go down the hall, turn left at the third door, then up the stairs, turn around, second door on the right. Thank you. After you all walk through the gate, she closes it behind you and locks it. Of course she does. Uh. Uh. All right. I use my key finger to try to open the door. Do you try to open the gate? Yeah, with my key finger. She looks at you and tries to... She, like, stops you and goes, what are you doing? If you'd like to leave, I'll open the gate for you. Oh. Sorry. I'm overly paranoid sometimes. Seen some stuff. I understand. We've been through some shit. It's probably fine, guys. I mean, Mel locks, like, five locks on his door. This is just I'm sure it's okay. Let's just keep moving in and get this meeting done with. If we really need to get out and nobody will let us out, you have the key thing. And I have my fist. And it's also like a 10-foot tall gate. Like, It's not like supposed to keep at an army or anything. Anyway, so... Right? So... I presume you all walk up the stairs to the the door of the main estate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you all go, you can see that the game in the lawn stop. Every single elf that was playing stops and just watches you all walk into the property. 
creepy. Do they all like turn their head at the same time? No, no, no. They're not like pod people. Maybe like one of them like spits. I stare back at them. No one wins. (laughs) And as you all get onto like the porch before the door, they go back to their games. The door is open before you. Another very well-dressed woman uh, bows and says, please, come on in. I will hold the door for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I go in. Thanks, Judge. (laughs) I go. (laughs) All right, where to from there? And I've already forgotten the directions we were given. I go where we were directed. <laughs> Did anyone write them down? Nope. Uh, need to go up some stairs, I think. And then stairs to a, like a second door on the left. I do that. So you try to go up the stairs right. in this room? I'll go do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you all end up on the second floor and a, a servant approaches you and goes oh who were you all looking for I think you might be in the wrong place oh. we're looking for the elders the, yeah the, the elders or the, the head of the family here oh you need to go downstairs mm-hmm. turn around go down mm-hmm. the hall next to the stairs second door on the left then go up those stairs, turn around again, third door on the right. You know, thank you so much for the directions. Would you mind walking us there? Oh, I'm afraid I cannot. If I'm seen by the elders, I will be struck. Oh. Oh. I feel you, bruh. That's that's not good. Are, do do you want to be here? Of course, they pay excellently. But they'll hit you? Well, yes. The help's not to be seen. Huh. Again, I feel you, bro. Huh. Let's, uh... Let's just go find the place for this meeting, guys. But so... before we leave, I-, I take out a gold piece and give it to the-, the servant and say, thank you for the direction. They nod, smile, Stay and strong, pocket brother. the coin. Stay strong. They so give you, go. they give you like a small symbol that only the the rogue in the party recognizes as thieves can't for thank you. Oh, I, I do it back, but like act like I know what they're doing, but I'm just like I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> you say power of mimicry. You say thank, thank. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. We go downstairs, we turn around, we go out the corridor, and then we take the second door on the left, and we go up those those stairs, and then we turn around again, and then we take the third door on the right. Okay. Do that. What? Wow. So, you do that, and Uh find yourself at a gilded double doors. And I assume go through them. Um, 
the room before you is a relatively like simple looking smoking room like there's a couple of nice chairs there's a little like bar with some beverages on it and three old elves when i say old elves i hope that like translates mm-hmm. um and they are sitting playing some sort of small board game that all three of them are playing at the same time Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Is, is are we in are we in the right room now? One of them like flicks their hand up, and the door closes, and it goes silence. I nearly have these fools, and like makes some sort of move in the game they're playing. I guess I'll just stand there and watch them play. Okay. A small amount of time passes. And then one of them like slams their fist and goes in Elvish a bunch of words that no one understands except Leonara. And it's he's calling the other elf a dirty old cheater and you knew that you would do this. You always do this. This goes on a little bit further than that and gets a little really rowdier for a bunch of old men. But one of them like gently places a hand on the ta- on the table and gestures to the party without looking at you all and go, please, in common, we have guests. The three of them all stand up and the one that was most agitated sort of like looks at the table and like flicks one of the cheater players pieces so it falls over. The, the three of them step forward and bow. I would like to, at some point during this meeting, try to knock over their game in a way that doesn't look suspicious so that the cheater doesn't get to win. Oh, the game's already been disrupted. Oh, okay. Uh, I bow and return. Okay. Uh... The one who was most polite sort of raises his head and adjusts his collar and beard. He goes, ah, so, as I understand, you are all here from the capital, I believe, on the bidding of an old dead man, as the younger ones have told me. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's about correct. I mean, I wouldn't say it's necessarily, like, sent from the capital, that is the geographical location where we were sent, but it's not quite, like, you know, the capital itself sending us out on the mission, though what we're doing is to kind of make it so that you know, we, we can say the capital sent us to do something. Yes. Is Chet really old? I don't know. We've never asked him. It's true. <laughs> um, he has been walking these planes for a long time. We do know that. 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's old. Maybe? The, alleg know. the alleged cheater <laughs> uh, smiles and goes, Ah, very good. Well, what is it exactly that you are here to do? And what is it that our time and attention requires? Well, we were sent with a contract <laughs> that whoever is in charge of this town is supposed to sign to show that they swear fealty to the capital and to make sure that we do what we need to to make sure that they agree. In a sense, Chet in the capital wishes to reunite the entire kingdom back under the rule of the capital and wishes all to agree to it. The yeah. three of them sort of look to one another and they seem to be like rubbing something near their collar and sort of worriedly look, look one way and then the other and sort of turn into like a tribunal where they're all facing each other. Did you a perception check to see what it is that they're possibly uh, fiddling with? Sure. Uh, 16. Um, it's something under the, their layers, but it could be like a necklace or something like that. Hmm. Well, I have no idea about any kind of gems that could be used for communication, so I know nothing. Wow. What? This, that was worded super specifically. Uh, okay. So, after a moment of them whispering each other in Dwarvish. Dwarvish or Elven? Dwarvish. They turn back to the party and go, very well, very well. No. No? No. no. You will not even meet with the other houses in this no. Hmm. Could you uh, perhaps uh, illuminate some of your thinking? Um, why is it you don't wish to embark on this? No. We won't. Would it help if you saw the contract? They seem to be pausing for more than just a moment. No. Oh. Would it help to speak to the other houses? We've answered this question. No. Okay. You sound almost as if you've had your decision made before we arrive. Hmm. Mostly. Hmm. So, is it because Chet's a lich? Because he's, he's really pretty nice. We know that he has great power. We don't fear him, but we do know. Okay. 
Do you guys want me to intimidate him? <laughs> yeah, can I do an uh, intimidation check? You may. Want the angry little bird? I'd like to do a perception check to see if I can get a sense of, of why they're uh, refusing and why they're being so, so weird about refusing. That would be a sense motive or insight. Um, insight check, not a perception check. Oh, right. I always, I'm always mixing those two up. Okay. gonna be a fat six so that intimidate okay one sec i'll, yeah. I'll... wow and your insight uh i got a beautiful 11 <laughs> you can't just doll up a number and be like <laughs> now it's good enough <laughs> check out these adjectives um so your insight tells you that uh there is definitely some there's definitely a definitive reason why they are being so short with you and they ha are are completely hiding it hmm. and uh you, why don't you go ahead and give me like what necro says to these three elder elves hmm I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think of something witty. Let's just go with you, like puff up and step forward. Oh yeah, forward. I'll puff my chest up and just like <laughs> like push my way up to them and just kind of look at them and just like mm, and, and like you all like open ninety your... pounds of necro. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like all five like, foot of me. You like open your beak to like say some shit and then you just like clack it shut like man. <laughs> yeah, just. Pu and one of them looks down at you and just like backhands the space in front of you. Make a strength save. Fuck. Uh, Fifteen. All right. Uh, you get. You feel a mighty blow. Push almost like almost as if Pahokwe put his entire like flat palm against your chest and pushed you but you don't fly back you're just pushed five feet back towards your party away from them these elves mean business boys and with that you you all notice the floor underneath you begins to glow the floor underneath us what begins to glow with a etched rune in the floorboards. What's the room look like? Uh, it doesn't... I don't know. Do you want to give me an arcane check for that? Uh, yes. Can I do an arcana check as well? You may. Oh, yeah. I got a 19. You're like, a... huh, that's an abjuration rune. What was yours, Nalus? 16. Yeah, so both of you get... Hey, that's an abjuration rune. But then that's where Nalos drops off. Uh, wait, that's Leoman's tiny hut? And then you guys are encapsulated in a Leoman's tiny hut. 
uh, um, there is a semi-translucent wall of force surrounding the entire party. Uh, I try and leave that wall of force. You don't. <laughs> I was just thinking. I think nope. we can all agree, guys, that my intimidation skills didn't make this. Yeah, uh, buddy. Next time, a little more steel, a little less bra. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the hallway uh, like with hopeful eyes, with like a response to it. But I just look down in defeat because I disappointed my friend. I'll give you a little pat on the head before I like turn the march up to the edge of the bubble and look. Okay, you see the three elder elves. And one of them steps forward. You can hear him perfectly. And he goes, We knew you would be no ally of the Felorius family when we didn't see our mark dangle about your neck. And at this point, he produces a black hammer necklace from his pouch and throws it onto the floor inside of the Lehman's tiny hut and goes, Put it on, and we will release you. I step on it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I will wear no sigil of the sh- the sunder. Very well. We will let your Triton friend watch you all die. And with that, the uh, one of them sticks their finger into the shield, but not all the way through. And from that point, the water begins to pour in. Hmm. Uh, uh, um, is his finger still in the shield? Yes. I would like to break it. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing as I was, like, right at the edge of it. Alright, you just, like, hit it? Yeah, I'd like to, like, grab it and just... Alright, you break his finger. The old elf screeches in pain, and it turns to laughter. Uh, and you can see a a smoldering sort of burn on the robe he's wearing near his collar. And the fabric burns away, and you can see the Sunderer, the Black Hammer medallion, like, just like smoldering black smoke. And the the <laughs> right, and the water begins to fill the uh, containment faster. Correct. Uh, Can you use something to help us breathe, please? Please. Uh, you know, please. I was I was, uh, I was gonna watch everyone drown, but. Uh... <laughs> I just I'm I'm gonna walk over to the dome, put my hand on it, and cast dispel magic. Okay. Uh, you attempt to del- to dispel magic, but one of the wizards ha- or one of the <clears throat> one of the other elven <laughs> elders was watching you and mm-hmm. counterspells your dispel magic. Uh this guys are good. <laughs> I, I want to cast uh, one of my new. At least I don't think I've used it yet. 
Um, I'm going to cast... Uh, shatter. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to cast it. Uh, it's a 10 foot radius sphere. Right. And I'm going to center it on. So wh- when I look out, we're in the hut. And where are the, uh, the elves? They're still in like the smoking room. I mean, you guys are all still in this smoking room. Okay. How many are there? Three. Three. All right. I'm going to center the sphere so it uh, hits all three of them or at least two of them. I mean, yeah, it, you could easily hit all three of them with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it is. A constitution saving throw. Okay. And how much damage does it do? Uh, 3d8 on a failed save or uh, or half as much on a successful one. Okay, roll it. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't have many d8 ones. the robot. Yeah, but... You gotta roll the dice, man. Robot doesn't make an awesome sound when you roll that, dice. That you need that tactile uh, dice feel. Okay, the total is uh, ten. Okay, uh, let's see what the hardiness of floorboards is. Okay, everyone inside the the sphere is deafened you are not able to place the spell outside of the Liaman's tiny hut so the shatter goes off inside of it deafening everybody but does no damage and destroys the floorboards that you're all standing on Uh, oh you're all about to fall to the base floor what do you do about that uh, um, so this is the second floor. We're falling to like just the first, the first. floor, <laughs> in, in um, like a weird soup of you know construction materials, wood, and water. Well, I'm a fighter, so uh, I'm gonna use all of my capabilities I have, which is um to just fall <laughs> to that floor below me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And, uh, and hope it's not too far. How full of water was our little hut? Let's say it was up to your knees. Okay. Then I'll, I'll scramble to flap my wings in whatever limited space I have. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. Um, actually, I have a thing I can do. What's that? Uh, as we're falling, can I cast Fog Cloud? About like midway-ish between... Where yeah, we're so falling like, from in the floor. So we're like you'll hit. fall past the the fog cloud and they won't be able to see you? Yes. Yes, you can do that. Cool. And uh, I'm gonna use You're gonna use what? I'm gonna use a spell if sure. I can. Of course. Um 
So I have two spells available to me. I have fly and I have levitate. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering which one would be able to stop um, the fall. Would would fall? Would what? You have feather fall. No, I have levitate and I have fly. I believe. So. I mean, levitate will do that. Okay, um, I'm going to use levitate. Can you affect more than one person with that, or is that just for you? Uh, I think I know I can do more than one person. I'm going to look. No, it's one creature or object of your choice. Okay. Well, who would you like to cast that on, if anybody? Don't do, don't do me, because I, I have a trick up my sleeve. I mean, sorry guys, I'm gonna cast it on myself. So. <laughs> nah, girl, do you think? Motherfucker's got wings, and is like, oh shit, nah. I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, I totally forgot I had wings, so I'm going to fly. Okay. <laughs> Very existential of you. Right? <laughs> and so, I'm going to guess levitate on uh, Mahokwe, I guess, since he's going to... Hit the ground his, the hardest? <laughs> he, he has a history of falling <laughs> incident. <laughs> Alright, so... You're not wrong. What's your trick, Necro? Uh... Can I do my uh, ability, Soul of the Raven, which is, since my my uh, ghost crow is perched on my shoulder, I can, like, merge into a, his... Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to oh. do that, so I become literally just the little ghost crow. Yeah. And then I should, and I should be... Should I be able Yeah, you can just, like, fly down if you want. So oh, perfect. That's amazing. Yeah, right? Level 6, How baby. hid this from us? He just I just got, got it. it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that real quick. Yeah, uh, and merge into gross ghost, and then I'm just gonna you know just sit there. Necro, take the form of one bird <laughs> instead of three birds. Yeah, so I'm just chilling with you know the darkness too, who's just flying. All right, well, do you guys like fly down with the party? Yeah. Or, okay, so the 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 three of you that can fly fly down. I just fall, probably you, screaming because it wears me out that I can't hear at all. Right. Um, do you want to make an acrobatics or athletics check? Yes. Um, Bahokwe, you can just levitate down. Nalos, same for you. Do you want to make a acrobatics I or athletics? Levitate. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll go for an athletics and hope for the best. We need to put points in this. Eighteen. Uh, that is 20. Okay. You guys pretty much all fall like 20 feet with no problem. Everyone is able to like place their feet very, very softly on the uh, sort of foyer that you recognize. Okay. 
let's get the fuck out of here, guys. And there's a fog yeah. cloud above you. Yep. We should go. Uh, is is there a window? Um, not in, in the foyer. The only thing that there is is uh, open thresholds to the left, the right. The staircase behind you. The door out in front of you. Okay. Um, I'm going for the door out. Yep. Alright. Hmm. You reach for the door and a wall of flame erupts between you and it. Son uh, of a bitch. Can I dump out my water skin and cast wall of water to douse the flame? You can. Cool. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> it does that exactly. Yeah, well well. Well done. Nice. <laughs> the doorknob uh, is hot, but not painfully. That's, that's so. fine. I'll grab it. Yeah. Open you just get out. <laughs> Y'all are get a little out. wet now, but it's you know. <laughs> it's already wet up to our knees before. Well, now well it went to your knees, but then it came into a much larger area. Like the floor's wet, you know. Oh, As we like, water skin, but that's okay. As we get out and. Uh, I want to close the door behind us and shove one of my um, javelins like in the like, handles. Okay, like a like uh, the like the braced chair yeah. thing, kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, like um, so that it's difficult to open. Yeah, correct. Can can you freeze any of my water here? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you are all on like the doors, like the the porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are about 12 high elves standing in the yard, and they're all looking up at you bewildered. Is it the same ones that were playing their game earlier? Yes. Okay, well, just nonchalantly wave and just could, like, save the party and be like, oh, well, I'm glad that we got that business. Uh, Sorted out much earlier than we thought. Now we have time to go get crumpets or something. Give me a lying check. Damn it. Um, it's deception. Please. Damn it, I rolled a one plus seven, eight. Okay. So you all get to the gate and... Um, who has the highest pass perception? Karak? Karak. Karak, uh, yeah. you see a couple shines of light as what are, let's just say it are short swords or other sorts of sword. Um, uh, other words that end with sword being drawn. Uh, the woman sheepishly steps from the gate as you all approach it. Uh, so, uh, we're approaching the gate and there's swords being drawn behind us? On, on or, both sides of you, not sides. behind okay. you. Okay. Uh, which, which side has more people? Uh, let's just say it's evenly ten and ten. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast Erupting Earth to the right. Okay. <laughs> 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 what does that do? Uh, choose a point you can see on the ground. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts, and a twenty-foot cube is centered on that point. 
Each creature must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, fail, they take 3d12. Uh, save is half that. And are they knocked prone or anything? Uh, the ground becomes difficult terrain. Uh, they're not knocked prone. Okay. They're just, they just take half damage on us. Okay. Well, let's just say that you threw a firebomb into a crowd because the the earth erupts and they just like explode into every direction <laughs> what's the word routed you routed them yeah uh the the other 10 drop their weapons and raise their hands <laughs> good call step back don't trust your elders <laughs> nara get this door open yeah I use my key finger. Okay. Alright. I have rolled a percentile die. Give me a value range of 20. Uh, 60 to 80? Wrong. The key doesn't work. Yeah. Um, okay. I just use a regular lockpick then. Alright. During that time, glass shatters, and you can see the three elders are flying in the air, and they're all, like, holding their hands up towards one another as a ball of fire forms, and they throw it down at you all. Make Everyone make a deck save. Oh. <laughs> oh, neat. I don't have any negatives to this. <laughs> Is that something to celebrate? Kinda. I don't have any positives either, but there's no negatives. Uh, I'm just a fighter. <laughs> uh, 15. Okay. Let me know. Hmm? What was that, Karak? 21. Okay. I got a 12. Okay. 13. All right. Necro? 17. Are are you taking your decks from your bird form into account? Hmm. <laughs> Let me... Ch- it's probably higher than your normal decks, in all honesty. I don't think so. I may be wrong, all right. So we'll go with 17. Yeah, that's, that's um, good enough. I got 15. Oh, that's not. All right. Everyone that got a 16 or lower takes 18 fire damage. Jesus. Ow! Everyone else takes half of that. How much damage? Uh, I said 18, so So 9. I take half that. Absorb elements. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, burden them spell slots today. uh, Do I take 5 or 4? You always round down. Okay. 
Okay, so they do that. Uh, Leonora, go ahead and make your uh, lockpick check. Um, how do I do that? I don't have the the thing in front of me. Um, is it sleight of hand? I think. Is sleight right. of hand still a thing? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Then, then that. Fourteen. All right, you're able to pick the lock just before Pahuku runs out of patience to kick the door in. It's like you read my mind. <laughs> Well, I could I could imagine myself being a barbarian, looking at the rogue, being like, "What's the holdup?" And you're like, "I've got, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got rerouted to Friendster. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it." And then, like, hit, taking a fireball to the head, and being like, <laughs> "What's the holdup?" Yeah, I was about to intimidate <laughs> the lady who uh, had the key. Oh, she just got fireballed. She's dead. Ah. Uh, oh, oh well. Oh jeez! The wrong house. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. No, you pick the lock open, and you see them charging up another fireball. Fucking um, go! I'd like to use <laughs> my uh, action to dash as we run. <laughs> all right. Um, I would like to while we're running with my forty movement speed, uh, to take out my horn of feels. Yep. And give it a little doot. Okay. Um, and uh, that dude has the feeling of like betrayal. Okay. So, as that happens, you all leave and are greeted by a contingent of warriors from each of the other three houses. Shit going down. You see the fireball rush down from the sky. It paints the whole street you're standing on with red glow. And then almost as if it was just like backhanded away, two of the Thrykeen of House Lifusono perform grand gestures with big swirling magic follows their hands. And a sort of mitten of magic grabs and destroys the fireball, dispelling the fire. And with an audible a huge projectile is launched from down the road as you see several of the Kulemos uh, manipulating a large ballista. The ballista bolt strikes true and knocks one of the um, sorry, one of the Felorius elders out of the sky. Oh. Shit. I stop so that I can turn to watch it. You do. It's awesome. <laughs> I fucking throw my fist up in the air, cheer, and then flip off the fucking elves. <laughs> uh, you can hear what is best described as a battery of heavy crossbow fire. Um, as a stack of 12 hearth home marksmen release their volley. And the second of the three elders falls from the sky. The third one flies the fuck away, leaving the town forever. 
I want a painting so bad of us cha- like standing all badass in front of the volley of bolts while I flip off <laughs> oil painting. Nothing I less. I can totally see it. <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking Rembrandt. Right? <laughs> so that happened. Um... When I turn, do I see any of the like leaders of the houses with no. the uh, crowd? Okay. No. Uh, do I see anybody that looks in charge? Yes. There seems to be a well-decorated member from each of the houses that seems to be in charge of these different troops. Um, I would like to st- stroll over to them very, uh, you know, and like greet greet them with like a little salute to the chest and be like, man, are we glad to see you guys. The, you have the best timing. The two of them that aren't Lifusona look to Lifusona and nod their head in their direction. And uh, the Lifusono sort of bows their head and goes, you're very welcome. It is one of our prime talents. Are the heads of your houses and Mel safe? They all nod. Of course. Good, good, good. Well, uh, now what do we do, guys? I guess there's only three families in the city. Yeah, we need to tell the other families. I think we need to tell them about the thunder, the the um, the elves, thunder insignia, and uh, their betrayal. Um, the the one that flew away. Mm-hmm. Can, can I like kind of guess which direction he went? Do you want to give me a knowledge nature? Sure. Or survival, either? Uh, which one of those am I, like, almost good at? Oh, cool. Those are the same. So, uh, that is an eight to either of those. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's okay, Nellis. We, 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 can't, we can't all be good with directions. What's your say? Because <laughs> eight's not good enough. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, you know he fled for, southeast for a, for a survival check. Yeah. yeah, he fled southeast. I saw him go at least up. You know, yeah. Nalos has two directions: shallow and deep. Yeah, he's an elevation guy, not an orientation <laughs> yeah. guy. So. Good. We should definitely go inform the heads now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said east? Nor- uh, southeast, into southeast. the forest. Into the forest, okay. I'll pull up our forest map. Guesstimate where the hell that might be. Uh, in the meantime, though, um, should we just go back to the library? Well, we we're supposed we're to get there. We have a couple of people who can fly right now. Can any but can any of them like fly up and see if we can spot what direction like closer 
to where he is. I mean, you all casted fly on me once, and I went really fast. I don't know that any of us can currently fly fast enough to get an idea of where he's going. By now, he's got good distance on us. Okay. I think the best thing that we can do is return to Mel's library and give as much information as we can to the heads of the houses. Yeah, um... The, the people that look like they're in charge of these individual militant groups. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'd like to just tell them um, go go back and tell or go back or send somebody to tell uh, the heads of your families that we're, we're having the meeting now. Uh, Have them get to the... You're the interrupted spot. by the um, Kulemo. He says... Yeah, we already know. They're all of the Gilded Spine already. The Lifusono sent us here because they said they knew they'd be trying to kill you and such. Oh. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> Would have been cool if they told us that. I mean, they sort of did. Yeah. Not as clearly as they could have, but they sort of did. They did say steal ourselves. Not prepare for tea. <laughs> so we're supposed to go in there and uh, arrest the leaf, the rest of the uh, Valorius family. So we're gonna go do that. Oh, okay. That's Perfect. that's a good plan. So the sort of couple dozen soldiers walk past you all. Uh. Back to the Gilded Spine? Yes. Anybody, anybody opposed to that idea? To the library. To the library! Right. You all arrive to the little <laughs> intersection where the Gilded Spine re resides, and you see a couple of... Tw what is it? 23 was the archer? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that Hold was on. him. I took that note. Yes. 23? You see a couple of 23's large, like, spear-sized ordinances stuck into various walls with little splats of blood near where their impacts lie. It seems to be a skirmish has happened here. Several members of the Elven House lie astrewn with a couple of wounded Hearth Home and uh, Lifu Sono members as well. Oh no, I hope everyone's okay. Uh, um, you see a few dead of all of the houses. I, I I want to cautiously approach the front door. You turn the, the corner to come up to the door, and you see 18 is actively like holding up a Felorius, and he has punched this elf several times in the face before you arrive. He turns and points a wand finger at you, and, and then calms down and punches the elf one more time in the face before dropping him to the ground unconscious. And then 18 turns and waves once. Hey, buddy. Hi, 18. I wave back. I like the cut of this guy's jib, so whenever he waves, I want to high <laughs> You try to high-five him? Yeah. You uh, try to high-five his wave, and he moves his hand and then slaps the back of your hand with his other hand. 
I like this guy. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask him if there are any other um, elves or enemies that we should be aware of. Do they need help? 18 shakes his head, but points at the pile of corpses in the middle of the skirmish. Yeah, you did a good job, bud. He gives you a look like, not just me, and like points to 23, who's standing on top of the building, caddy corner from here, with his bow trained on you. None of you saw him until now. I'm gonna wave at 23. You see him nod. He does not release his thumbs up. Man, them Silver Knight archers get you every time. <laughs> but uh, 18 starts to walk over to the corpse pile. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get in his way. Nope. Um, I'll just knock on the door to the Guild and Spine. Kind of uh, yelling, uh, Mel, it's it's us. We we're we're back. We're not dead. Can please let us in. You hear Mel's voice just on the other side of the door. He's not yelling, so you can tell he's close. Okay. Uh, is Mr. Pitless all right? He went out there to. So he said he was looking to find someone. Uh. We don't see him, but we'll take a look. Well, wherever 18 is, he wouldn't be far. Well, 18's right here. Is he Eight- just hiding? I'm going to per- perception. Uh, okay. I mean, you can see him pretty easily oh. if you look for him. He's on the other okay. side of the corpse pile from you all. 18's just, like, standing over, watching. Okay. Like, dead? or no. no, no, no. He's pulling a corpse out of the pile. Oh. Um. Can I go over and try to, like, help him pull said corpse out? Alright. Yeah, you help him pull the dead Lifusono out of the corpse pile. And you see him immediately, like, he looks like he's trying to do first aid, almost like CPR. But you can hear him. He's he's talking to this corpse. He's whispering to it and, like, listening with his ear intently. Uh, do, do, do you need more help with this? Is, is he still alive? Oh, hello. Yes. Um, no. He, like, squints his eyes and, like, I thank you. Thank you for this. This has been great. But I was having an, um, I was having a conversation about whether or not this guy wants to stay dead or not to the guy who doesn't want to stay dead. So I'm going to go and keep talking about how he doesn't want to stay dead because I... Yeah, and so he, like, gets back down and, like, talks to the corpse more. I want to have a conversation with the corpse. Okay. Can I, like, get in there and listen to him? Um, do you know Abyssal? No. Then you can't understand what he's saying. Man. Okay. Uh, well... Mel is worried about you. He wanted to make sure you were still out here, but you oh. are, so... Yes, yes, um, the meeting, right. Uh, and he, like, holds his... He, like, looks at his hands that are drenched in gore, and he goes, 
Um, I have to clean up. 18, 23, this one. Yeah. Uh, 23 leaps off the building and lands quite close. And just sloths the dead Leafusono on his shoulder. All right. Well, glad you can help this one. Uh, we should we should go inside. I yes, think. absolutely. Um, do you cast spells? Sorta sometimes, not a lot, but I kind of can. I mean, the same ones other Tritons can. But... I'm not gonna trust you on this one. Do, does any of your okay. friends cast spells? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Karak and and Vala both do, and Necro. I guess. Wow, a lot of you guys cast spells. Great. Huh. Hey, one of you three, can you clean me up? Uh, I'm yeah. still a bird, a ghost bird. I mean, as long as you want to be, you know? Yeah, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> his what, only chance is, to fly. Don't ruin it for him. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. What does cleaning what? Preston uh, whatever. The, 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 the oh. finger spell. Preston digitation. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast create food and water and just throw water on him. Okay. What? <laughs> and then, then, then have like a bunch of food there as well. Also create food. Right. Yes. So you drench him in water, and he's like, "This isn't what I asked for." But then he like grabs the haunch of like turkey leg or whatever, and he goes, just walks towards the gilded spine covered in like diluted blood, and goes, "This is good enough." <laughs> Can, and can like I just start using finger? shape water like as he's going and just try and like pile the, the gross water together and uh-huh. like shift it off? Sure. And he like okay. points and wags, waggles his finger at Karak and goes, you're not very good at the Preja spell, but you you, <laughs> you work on it. You're, you're going to be an okay spellcaster someday, I think. <laughs> And he just walks over to go into the gilded spine. Yep. Yep. That... We did a good job, guys. Yep. <laughs> Alright. So he, 23, 18, and you all go inside the gilded spine. Uh, the interior of the library seems to have been spared from the conflict outside. Mm-hmm. 18 and 23 stand near the door, however. And, uh, the heads of the other three houses are sitting at a like an array of several tables with Mel sitting on the other side of them and you all having chairs to sit next to Mel. There are only three chairs set up for the heads of the household. Okay. And Mel take one of my seats. Yeah. Mel stands up and goes, please, please, come in. We're just about ready. I'll, uh... Yeah, I'll take a load off in a seat. Okay. So, Mel, once you all are seated and situated, Mel goes, so I believe that uh, we are all here to agree or disagree to sign the contract sent by chet of the capital from his invoice 
Is that correct? And everyone seems to nod in agreement. Uh, is there a need for the discussion or have the houses come to an agreement yet? Um, the hearth home representative sort of stands up and goes, the hearth homes have decided you all, you envoys from the capital have impressed us. We thought you our enemy indeed, but we were mistaken. We will honor this city and this forest and should the other houses agree sort of gestures to them we will agree to share a three-way governance of this port and all bend the knee in respect to the capital and chat and he's like sits back down uh the kulemos gnome stands up and goes well Thank you, Master Hartham. You spoke well. I would speak in length or even that long as well, but, well, the Lifusona already know. Yes, we, the Kulemos, will also. And they sit back down. And uh, the Lu, the Lefusono just nod their head. And uh, Mel looks to you and goes, do you all have the contract? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, I might have it. I like holding on to stuff. It's either me or Vala. Yeah, I was going to say, it's either you or Vala that has it. Okay. You all produce the contract. Mel hands it over to the three houses. Each of them sign their name. And after the Lifusono signs their name it up like flash paper disappears and uh they the three heads of the family bow to them each other bow to mel and then bow to you all and say thank you we will clean up the mess that is the felorius family we will investigate which of them is at fault and put to the sword those that are and spare the lives of those that are not Good, good, good. Excellent. Um, would any of you in doing the investigation wish to hear the first-hand accounts of what occurred within the uh, household of the Falurian? They they nod and say, please, tell us. Vala, you are a bard. Would you care to tell us a story? I I tell a uh, a terrifying tale of uh, betrayal and bravery and and great gouts of fire and the sigil of an ancient okay maybe not ancient yeah the sigil of an ancient evil rising yet again uh, to cause trouble and and bend the hearts of man and elf towards evil and I, I show them the um, the sigil of the Sunderer and say, you know, uh, there are uh, deeper things afoot than just a, a struggle over this city. Um, the Sunderer symbol uh, is worn once more 
and I, I bid you, you know, take this this threat uh, very seriously and and uh, be thorough when you root out um, these uh, betrayers. The houses seem to agree as they look to Mel, who nods to back up your story. And um, I still have the um, the necklace, mm-hmm. and I present this as like sort of as evidence, not really that they need convincing, but I want to make sure that I give this to Mel for destruction. He takes it and says it would be his greatest honor to continue the eradication of these pendants. Um, all right, I thank him for, for that service. And I say that I, I know that he will be busy as, as uh, I suspect there are more of them um, about in the city. More of the sigils. Well, the meeting seems to be in agreement. So, all right. Uh, I, I'm very pleased that our objectives here are done, and, and we served Chet well. Um, Do my companions have any other business? I mean, I I can't think of anything that would tie us to this city. No, I, uh, I for one, think that it's time that we report back to the capital. Um, Do you want to take time to make your pot? Yes. Do you think that you would get cheaper supplies in the city? They're going to let me use their stuff at the house uh, Lufusono. So I would like to stay for one more day to handle them before Um, we return. I sustain damage. You know, we could take a a day to resupply and heal. The the hearth homes and the um... Kulemos offer their homes and services to you all as well. Uh, that's very generous, but um, uh, I don't want to risk offending anybody, but we have become uh, good friends with Mel here, and if he is um, willing, I would be quite comfortable staying in, in his... Uh, at his uh, fine library. They, they they seem to understand, and uh, the three houses all extend offerings that ale, wine, and food will be brought to the Gilded Spine in your name and for you to celebrate with. Um, I graciously accept and uh, thank them. We graciously accept. (laughs) And with that, they excuse themselves with the Lifusono mentioning to Pahokui that should he like to do that now, they could make the workshop available before he arrives. I I agree to that and accept the offer. Tell them that I'll be along shortly. 
With that, they excuse themselves and leave the Gilded Spine. What do you all do? Um, Shopping. I want to spend the money that I got. I, uh, I'm going to... Just burn a hole in your pocket, huh? <laughs> I'm going to drink a little, one of my healing potions, because uh, I got fire in um, and then I'm gonna, you know, go and, uh, do some perk. Okay. Um, probably just sit and rest for a little bit at the, the Gilded Spine, uh, and I think I'll accompany Pahokwi to, uh, the Lifusono family, because I, I still have to check and see if they filled up the fourth thing. What was that again? Uh, the fourth thing? I don't know. Some bag that the, the Alchemist Brothers gave me. Oh, right. I'm supposed to get blue blood <laughs> from a rich person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I should have squeezed that elf's finger right into it for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I left it with the, with the Lee Fusono. I seem a little uncertain about the bag, but, you know, probably fine. Alright, so you all imagine that, you know, you and Bahokwi go. Does anyone else go with them to the Lifusona home? No. Uh, I'll go with them. Because okay. why not? I want to fly there. So, you three go there and uh, are given the fourth thing and it's you were told it's a bunch of blue blood, but you can't open it. If you open it, it'll turn red. Okay. Got it. Don't open it. It'll turn red. Yeah. That works. And uh, are shown to the potter's chamber where a smorgasbord of pot making materials are. I uh, inhale and I was like, ah, yes. It'll take the majority of the day for you to create your vase. Yeah, I figure. Use my stuff in it and everything. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and just write down that you you make it. It is um. It is it is almost as if it's made of steel. It is incredibly durable. And then go back to the the other people who stayed at the Gilded Spine. Yep. So your your all day is you know afternoon and evening is really relaxed, uh, except for the fact that, um, pretty much right after the meeting concluded and your compatriots left, uh, a Lifu Sono corpse was vivisected on a table in the library. Yep. It's a little weird. Well, Rod of the Bitless is, is doing surgery. That's, yeah. Doing surgery, like, to help the 
Well, it's it, the person's dead. Oh. The this corpse... section normally means they're alive when you dissect them. Oh, shit. I thought that was a particular okay. kind of incision. My bad. Uh. Well, I didn't... That's why I was like, oh, shit, what's going down? Right. <laughs> no, he, he, he cut open the Lifusona corpse yeah. from before. And is removing their internal organs. Hmm. Um, is, is that on the table where we're going to eat breakfast? And he looks at the table and goes, oh, were you going to eat on this table? Uh, nope, it's cool. Not anymore. <laughs> right? I mean, maybe. Uh, there's, there's... I'm just gonna go eat and read in the other room. He nods. Anyway, um, the evening sort of comes to an, to us to an end, and the night starts to begin. Uh, with him discarding the corpse back out into the crossway cursing repeatedly as he stomps around the gilded spine uh, complaining about people who can't make up their damn mind about whether or not they want to stay dead or not it's such a good deal I offer them life again and they say they want it and then I get halfway through the process and they complain and bitch out <laughs> 18 seems to be consoling him to no effect. <laughs> uh, it's at about this time that not only do the food and libations arrive from the other houses, but your friends, including Pahokwi and his sweet new uh, soul jar. Nice. I'm probably carrying it in my arms and just admiring how shiny it is. Yeah, let's peep that new soul jar. Yeah, it almost looks like it's made out of like a hematite glaze on it. That's so cool. So the uh all the food is arriving too? Yes. Uh where are they gonna set it up? On not that table. All <laughs> the other tables. What's wrong with that table? Well, you can see it's still got blood on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I thought maybe he cleaned up a little bit. No. <laughs> I'll help them set up okay. and uh, invite anybody who brought over the food to uh, help themselves as well. Uh, they thank you, but are they, they tell you that they're quite busy. There's much to do in terms of the port now, but that you all should relax and endure, enjoy your well-earned celebrations. To which Roderick goes like, celebrate what? <laughs> I, uh, normally this would be the point where I stand up, give a heroic speech, uh, about what we did. And, uh, instead I'm going to breathe on my jar and shine it. <laughs> I want to see myself in this bitch. <laughs> nice. 
yeah, I'm gonna feast my little heart out. All right. It's a wonderful night of party libation and overall merriment. No one is is sour or or mad or sad tonight, except for Roderick. He's absolutely furious. But it's a lovely night with some probably aching heads in the morning. What do you all do? Shopping. I probably cuddled my jar through the night, so mm-hmm. I just like get a little extra rest. Pack up the leftover bread and cheese and whatnot for the for the journey back. Okay. And I think I'll go shopping with uh, Nara. All right. So. Uh. You guys, the thing I, uh, I think I have to do today is go give uh, Chesapeake her, her second vitamin dose. Yep. And I assume that you, part of your long rest was reading the book, Karak? Uh, yeah. So yeah, it'll take you about 20 long rests to read it. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and just call up for today. Um, mm-hmm. We'll do the shopping spree uh, between sessions. So just look through the player, excuse me, through the player's handbook. If there's anything in there that you want, um, you can buy it. Uh, and it's like, you know, the normal items from the item section of the player's handbook. You can buy them at like 80% price. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Cool. The sh- shop keeps recognize you all and give you good prices. So, you have my permission to go and buy from those shops. Just give me like a receipt on the Facebook page. Okay. And I guess we'll come back to it next week when you guys go back to the Capitol, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to turn in some blood. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. As always, I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We've had our fantastic party with our least for sure and not our last because they're first rogue. <laughs> what? Uh, was the police Leonora was the weirdest introduction. Our druid. Hey, this is crack. Bye. Our bard. It's been fun playing with you. This is Lauren signing out. Our warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing your boy, uh, Necro. Check you later. Our fighter hey this has been nick Asnalos. thanks for listening and the barbarian that i'm calling on last because they've been just like sitting there rubbing their jar uh our, our barbarian that's a weird way to put it this is ku playing pahokwi i will break fingers and see you <laughs> good night everybody